Laura, I'm going to agree with Megyn Kelly about something. You remember Megyn Kelly? Yeah. She was a Fox News oh, yeah. host. I thought she was super talented. Yeah. And then, like, she had an NBC show. It kind of went in the tank. And then now she's become a right-wing commentator. Yeah. Um, have you heard about this trad wife? Trad wife. T-R-A-D, like traditional wife. No. So there is a kind of a, a an area of TikTok that's been gaining a lot of attention. Typically, it's Christian conservatives, women, who are trying to make the case that choosing to be a homemaker who cooks, cleans, and is subservient to her husband is it's not degrading. It's a choice. And there's this whole... Uh, movement called Trad Wives. More than 187 million views on different videos about these uh, women talking about being a homemaker. And which, you know, if you want to be a homemaker, if you want to be kind of set up your role to support the family in that way, I don't have a problem with that. Like that, I, I grew up, my mom stayed at home, my dad worked. I think what bothers me about what you just said, I have nothing, no problem at all with anybody who wants yeah, to stay home and be a homemaker. It's the word subservient. Mm-hmm. That that yep. doesn't really work for me. Yeah, I get that. Um, and not all trad wives have the same views. On all, right, obviously, everybody has their own things. But that's sort of the idea that it means. By saying subservient doesn't mean that you're like below, I guess. That's how I take it. Yeah. Okay. These women tr- are trying to remake that idea, I guess. Okay. So here's, here is the uh, dispute that sort of bubbled over today. Okay. Which I just thought was interesting. A, a woman who describes herself as a feminist uh, got taken out on a date by a guy or decided to go on a date with a guy who paid for everything. And she said that she could feel uh, the feminism leaving her body. <laughs> Let's mm. listen to a little bit. Guys, I went on a date this week, and I felt the feminism leaving my body. I live on the east side of L.A., and if you don't know what that means, it's sort of like the artsier part of L.A., you know? It's, it's people say it's like Brooklyn and New York. Like, so I go on dates with a lot of men and women who, you know, live over here. There's always a negotiation about who pays, and that's great. I like to pay for people, all that. But what I will say say is that I sort of fell into going on a date with the most guys guy I've ever been on a date with and he's from west west you know Santa Monica he's a bro right a guys guy is usually not my type like I cannot so she kind of keeps going on a bit and and then she's gonna pay it off in a minute by talking about well organic fashion so i'm on this date with this guy and the thing about a guy's guy is he's putting his card down he's paying for everything and i really just it sort of activated something feral in me i'm not gonna lie so kind of like another bar kind of interesting right where where this young woman who had sort of her construct of her ideas yeah and then had someone who took her out and sort of so you can expect that part of the right-wing media world is like, well, you know, this proves it. Like, this is the way to go. Man taking the primary role, the woman should take on the feminine role, which is incredibly cringy. And Megyn Kelly 
came uh, to the other side of that and said, essentially, give me a break that you can find a man who pays and you can enjoy that. And you can also find a man who pays and like really loves having a a working uh, woman as a wife Mm -hmm. or they're both feminists, but he likes to pay. Like, there are all different that. ways to do it. Yeah, I agree with that. I think we've sort of, like, fallen into this goofy dichotomy where, like, you know, people pretend, like, oh, I can't even hold a door for a woman anymore because she gets mad about it. Mm, it's like That's sad. That like, that bothers me. The, I think I, it's nice. I mean, chivalry is nice. And yes. showing some just nice little touches and respect like that, that you're thinking of somebody other than yourself, you know it's polite to do. It's just nice. You don't think it's like incongruous no. to have, right? No, you can be a feminist and be happy that someone held you the door, of course. or or picks up the tab. Yes, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, just sort of. I have to say, like, I sort of love how I know, like, these TikTok videos get taken and weaponized for whatever political oh, sure. view yeah. people have. Yeah, but I do really love for the younger generation that they have. Like, sort of an ability to just talk about these very relatable, like, yes, I'm an L.A., you know, this woman is like, I'm an L.A., Mm -hmm. absolute, sort of, out there feminist. Mm -hmm. And you know what? This feels weird. This feels weird because it feels a little like it's against what I think. And it was also really nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's life, you can right? You both. Yeah, I totally agree with that. More people need to be like this. This woman's taking criticism like, oh, you're inconsistent. No. Like, life is reexamining your your beliefs. Yeah. And how about, let's just all relax a little bit. <laughs> yes. Just relax. <laughs> just do yes. what feels right. Yes. Be yourself. Don't put yourself in these little boxes and make all these rules. Just be. Just be. Do you want to know a weird thing that I did about half an hour ago that I still can't Ooh. believe I did? Yes. This is a food-related thing. Okay. And I wasn't sure what was going to happen. I put my orange that I brought for a snack right. in the microwave because it was too cold. Mm. I didn't want to eat a freezing cold orange and sure. hurt my teeth. Okay. So I zapped you it zapped for it. 15 seconds and it was perfect. And I'm kind of... Did I can't, it bring out like more flavor maybe? Uh, maybe. Huh. It was delicious, but I was nervous to do it. I didn't know what was going to happen. I've never done something like this before, but it was just fine. Laura, you you have <laughs> taken a leap. I know. See? A, a lot of people would have been afraid. They would have said, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it. You did it. That is the highlight of my afternoon, <laughs> Jason DeRush. Well, you told me earlier about your hot chocolate. So, <gasps> I, you yes. know, Chad Hartman is always going on about hot chocolate. He's he loves tasted it. my hot chocolate. He liked it. He didn't rave There's about it. 10 out of 10 that that is going to be taken out of context and used as a bumper for Chad's show. <laughs> hey, I'm innocent. <laughs> Let me tell you about my hot chocolate. I learned about this in one of my nice healthy podcasts that I listened to. It's a okay. recipe that Dr. Daniel Amen, who is a world-renowned brain expert. All right. It's a recipe he makes for brain health. He calls it brain healthy hot chocolate. And you buy the raw cacao, the C-A-C-A-O, right. that you can just get online, the raw cacao that isn't sweet. People use it in baking and whatever. Sure. It's just, it's raw chocolate powder. Okay. Organic. Yep. 
and you use some unsweetened almond milk, a couple of scoops of the raw chocolate powder, and then you sweeten it with chocolate-flavored stevia, which is a plant-based yeah. sweetener, so it's not sugar. So there is no sugar in this hot chocolate. It's dark chocolate. It's all natural. It's organic, and it is delicious. And you say sounds money. so good. Oh, it is. Good. I usually poo poo hot chocolate because it feels like a child's drink. Right. To me. This does not. This feels like a grown up sweet treat. I'm going to make mm. you some. I'm very excited. Tomorrow. About Are you here tomorrow? No. No. Next you, week we'll have right. some hot chocolate together. I won't be here. Oh, that's right. Well, <laughs> we'll kick off the new year with my <laughs> brain healthy hot chocolate. I, Lord that? knows my brain could use a little bit of a. There jolt. we go. I love what Guy Fieri is doing when it comes. Uh, to his empire when he dies. What's he doing? Guy Fieri says that he told his kids uh, the same thing his dad told him, which is, when I die, you can expect that I'm going to die broke and you're going to be paying for the funeral. Yeah. (laughs) And he told his kids if they... Now, Guy has... Incredible businesses, right? Oh, yeah. He's got his own restaurants. He's got prepared food. He's got the TV production, all sorts of stuff. If his kids expect to inherit his business, they're going to need some background and training in business and in law. Yeah. Uh, That basically, you got to earn it. I like this. I like it, too. Yeah. I do think in our country, we have sort of this... It may, I, I wonder where it started, this idea that, like, oh, if you have a good business or something, you should hand it down to your kids. Right. Like, should you? I don't know. I, I expect nothing from my parents. Right. And I think a lot of times, too, you need to consider, does the kid want it? The kid might not mm. want anything to do with mom or dad's business. Yeah. You know? But if they do, then, yes, they should be properly prepared and trained for it. Yeah. it's And you... So often, I think it's harder if you have like a big business, right? When you've got like, you know, Guy Fieri has 175 uh, like uh, ghost kitchens and then 80 regular full-on wow. restaurants. He, it's big all over the world. He's got a tequila. He's got a winery, like all this wow. stuff. So you're like, the kids might, and I know people who have inherited so much money that they don't have to work. Mm-hmm. And I actually know one guy who's really... A good human. He's very nice. Mm-hmm. And I think it's sort of a miracle. Because you're like, if you never had to work yeah. and you just inherited off of your parents, like odds are in the favor that you're going to be a horrible person, right? Well, it depends on the parenting. If mm, they raised maybe. him to be a nice, you know, uh, considerate, good person. Yeah. I don't know that that matters if he has a lot it's of money tough. or doesn't have I think to it's tough. If you have that much money where you could just fly anywhere, you don't have to work, you have no obligations, you have a million-dollar house. Yeah. A lot of what we learn is through struggle, right? Through. Yes, yes. I yeah, agree with that, I don't too. Know. This guy did it, though. Everybody's different. Yeah, very true. All right, I'll, I will see you next year for hot chocolate. Got it. It's a date. It is a date. Have a great time off. Thank you. Thanks, Laura. D Rush Hour News headlines coming up. Always enjoy this time we spend with Laura every day right after five. And you can always uh, check check these out on our podcast on the Odyssey app. Drive time with Derush is just what you have to search for that. Amazing story of how P.J. Fleck and the Gophers never gave up on the top football recruit in the state of Minnesota. Also, the Minnesotan who will be looking for love on national TV 
and an update on the Twins and TV for next year. All of that straight ahead on D-Rush Hour News Headlines. D-Rush Hour News Headlines for this solstice evening. Is winter officially tonight? Now? Is today officially winter? Yes. I celebrate meteorological winter, which begins on uh, December 1st. I'm a big record-keeping guy, so I'm already there. (laughs) This story of how the Gophers, P.J. Flex, snagged the top football recruit in the state of Minnesota is amazing. Pioneer Press, Andy Greeter, reporting that the Gophers got an airplane to fly a row the boat banner over Coy Parrish's high school playoff game in Brainerd in November. <laughs> so they're like, you know, this this kid is a four-star safety from ESCO. And within the football program, Andy reports that there wasn't a lot of belief that this guy was going to still go to Minnesota. You know, they thought they got him, like, when he was a sophomore. But then Ohio State, Florida State, Southern Cal all enters the battle trying to get this kid who is one of the top 100 players, at least rated there, in the nation. And those are football powerhouses. And you think, like, well, this would be a classic story. We've seen it so many times. The top flight program swoops in, pulls out the top-ranked player in Minnesota. But Perich yesterday signed a national letter of intent with the Gophers and said, nope, being able to play in your own state and in front of your home fans, being a hometown kid is going to be very fun. So how did PJ do it? Was it the, was it the banner? Well, Parrish said, given his parents the opportunity to see both sons play on home Saturdays is pretty cool because Mason his older brother is a red shirt freshman receiver at Mankato. That's a good kid, right? The other part of the Gopher message that the Gophers use when they're trying to get the top home state uh, recruit is the message legends never die. So the theory is if you're a star player who goes to USC, well, congrats. You're one of a bazillion star players who went to USC. You're a star among stars. But if you stay home, you get to be the guy. Let's hope it works out. Let's hope he is the guy. Um, But pretty cool, especially with a lot of players going in the transfer portal. Not that the U was like exactly lighting it up last season. That we're so sad about some of these guys we lost. But nice to get the win. Another Minnesotan is going to be looking for love. On national TV. This time it's a Minnesota native who grew her TikTok fame by talking about her hearing loss. So that is Daisy Kent. Neil Justin, the Star Tribune, reporting that she's going to be on the next season of The Bachelor. She's 25 years old from Becker, Minnesota. Uh, Bachelor starts on January 22nd. So she got that cochlear implant. And then she grew her TikTok audience. And then... ABC is like, hey, you're cute. You got a cool story. Uh, Want to be on The Bachelor? Of course, we had Leslie Fema, who came a little short, so close in The Golden Bachelor. By the way, we tried to get Leslie Fema on the show. I know Leslie Fema. She's awesome. Like, we're cheering for her. We love her. She's done interviews with all sorts of print publications. 
and the ABC publicist were like, no, she's not coming on with you. Whoa. How about that? ABC's scared of me. Do you think the Bachelor public? What do they think I'm going to do? Like, I'm going to roast Leslie Fema? Going to grill her. <laughs> Ask her all the tough questions. <laughs> It's all a setup, isn't it? It was a fix. I wonder what I did, right? Like, they must have, like, do people get transcripts of this show? God bless them if they do. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people spend their weekend reading just the, oh because this stuff, you guys get to hear it and you get to experience in a visceral manner our thoughts. But there's just something special about curling up with a transcript of the written word. Oh, my God. Anyway. No. <laughs> Well, we're probably not getting Daisy Kent on the dang show either, are we? Uh, she grew up on a Christmas tree farm in Becker. She lives in San Diego now. Uh, 40,000 followers on TikTok. So they'll be competing for the heart of Joey Graziade. I don't know. Joey, who's a teaching tennis pro, who is a runner-up in Charity Lawson season. Of the Bachelorette. I have no idea what any of those words mean. Twins will be on TV next year, so says former radio guy, now dead to us TV guy, Corey Provis. And, he, you know, he was good on the radio, Provis. New York Times, via Bring Me the News, reporting that the Twins may be on Amazon Prime. Amazon, it talks with Diamond Sports Group which is the bankrupt operator of Bally Sports, the regional networks. Times says Amazon could invest in Diamond Sports Group, so maybe Amazon bails out Diamond and revives operations. Or maybe Amazon just puts the twins on Prime Video. You know, you already have Thursday Night Football on Prime Video. We'll see. Corey said uh, the biggest thing is that the blackouts will probably go away next season. So that's good news. You'll be able to see other, you know, Twins fans who live all around the country will be able to see them on Bally. They may be on Bally next year for one more season. Bally just extended with the Wild, so who knows how that'll shake out. But the bankruptcy hearing should be in early January. So we'll find out soon. For sure they're going to be here on the Big A3O with our new favorite radio guy. Chris Atterbury. Chris Atterbury. Provis dead to us. Atterbury, now our guy. 531. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, we are going to explore the issue of homelessness and something that Denver did this week that I just think is really fascinating, really bold and worth discussing if it could be an option to end some of these encampments that have been such an issue here in the Twin Cities. That conversation coming your way next here on CCO.